So sometimes we get the question that, uh, you know, what can I do to steady the mind? Are there any practices which I can follow? What do you suggest? Now, what is being referred to steadying the mind is the thinking mind. Steadying the thinking mind because it is the thinking mind which is the monkey mind. The thinking mind is jumping into the past or going into the future. Somebody had asked Ramesh Balsekar this question once. And Ramesh asked him, what do you do in life? He would normally ask just to get an understanding of where the person was. And this person said, I don't do anything. I don't work. And Ramesh's honest suggestion was, take up something. Why? So that the mind is engaged in what he would refer to as the working mind mode. Because the nature of the mind is to jump around. But when you take something up, then it is focused. The saying an idle mind is a devil's workshop comes from this. It is referring to the thinking mind and devil's workshop is the devil of imaginary future and a dead past. He would also give the clear example just to distinguish between these concepts of the working mind and the thinking mind is that when you are engaged, be it in a creative activity like painting or in a profession like if you are a surgeon and you are operating, the mind is working, but it is working in the moment, in the now, on the task at hand. So there is something which engages the mind. And that is why he had told that person that if nothing, why don't you take up some social service? Just to be engaged. Ultimately, Ramesh knew that if it was not the destiny of the person or the conditioning, even that would not happen. But the suggestion was still there that get engaged because then the thinking mind which is running rampant all through the day, it no longer does that because there is something it is busy with. So, this would be suggested to anyone. Yes, the issue is that what if you are working and you have a rampant thinking mind? That is why as Maharaj would say, earnestness is required. For example, you've read a book, something has appealed to you and you're trying to apply its contents to your daily living. In that instance, what one needs to understand is that patterns of the ego in the waking state will repeat till they are supposed to repeat. All that can happen, and I am not saying all that one can do, all that can happen is that awareness is brought to the pattern. and. Over time, sometimes suddenly, one will notice that the thinking mind, the pattern of the thinking mind of going into these different 
directions and trajectories starts changing, starts reducing. The mind is no longer going into those zones and that is when one knows that the understanding has truly taken effect. So, one has to truly just be a witness to the movements of the mind, which is what true meditation is about. True meditation is not about concentration or stilling the mind with a sense of volition or doership. True meditation is witnessing all the thoughts that arise in the meditation without any judgment, without saying these should not arise. Witnessing what arises in the moment and one thought may get extended into thinking in the meditation and that thinking sometimes gets cut off and you realize, my God, I was thinking all this while. That cutting off is not an act of the thinking mind because the thinking mind was extended in the duration of time. That is the witnessing. So, it is the same. The process which we follow in meditation, for example, of witnessing is what the waking state is about too. It is the witnessing of the entanglements of the thinking mind which takes place more and more. And as a result of that, the thinking mind starts subsiding. Till we reach a point of stillness inside, which is the stillness of the thinking mind, not of the mind. We cannot function without a mind. And invariably, stillness of the thinking mind results in more silence. We find the need to speak less, to give our viewpoints, opinions, judgments less and less. As Maharaj would say, speechlessness befits the great man. Or he would say, realized people are very quiet. Which means, as within, so without. Quietness of the thinking mind and therefore the need to get involved in everything in world politics, in views, in preferences, in colors, in food, in movies, in this and that and this constant barrage of involvement through the day starts subsiding. In yoga, there is a term, I think it's called the Hamsa Mudra, like Bhagwan Nityananda, for example, where they always had one eye which was looking out into the world, but the other was, the gaze was turned inside. 